Blog Talk Radio. children to join me one more again for we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year the head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. This year the clean, quiet horses of this year Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Where we the key upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. So this evening, like all the rest of the time, we to gather together. Or we won't take a leave moment of silence. This year evening, for all mama them, be daddy mama them. Whatever we be for, Mama, anything like that. We are for any we get you. Even for study with children anything yet. Oh, let we take a moment of silence for them. Well, now they're in our realm of the ancestors. Ashe. 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 And we're so glad that this year, that one more again, the time for we get it, yeah. And I'm so glad that all the hundred children were there around the world to tune in. And read of us, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, where Hunter can find at gullahgeechee.net and grind you on it to gullahgeecheeland.com. Yet more for who we be and why we the fight so hard for we land and we legacy 
right here from Jacksonville, North Kakalaki, down to Jacksonville, Florida. Right across Polynesia, Sea Islands, or oh, then 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. George River. This same land here, where we ancestors in there, the death on the evening like this year, now come out to feel it. Some back of Yona, come out to Carolina Gold. Some back of Yona, come out to Seattle Cotton. Some back of Yona, out to Indigo. Some back of Yona, out to Mero Sea, all kind of the rest of it. Sometimes it's a tiny Eden. They tie them to grind Yona. On the quick show, strike in. Forget some for we now fun with that cat on the gold. Big daddy mama there in a study party. We'll offer Bill up on a strike some more. Because they know they're clean the kind. We're going to have to go. Back out again. Now we'll back. Now I'm so. Oh, it's great now I'm eating it. And Lonnie Chillon. A walk screen. Stand screen. Who upon who we be? And I let nobody else tell Hona. Hona in the court, chillin'. Say, so why even the day? You know who we be. You know we be anointed. Go to Kichi. Because in the evening, I feel a numb and things like that. Go on in that bush up and that brush up. A prayer. And shout. And later, and get in the prayer, sister. Do this your thing. Or you could have get it out. Put that thing on the board and somebody strike up and do like that show. Or just a letter. You still get that life back in them. Oh, great God. Could you imagine that? And now, the children are quick. They're not yet at that. And be drum. And quite all you need, I'm going Yet I'm going yet it all. Very well. And I know, Mama called you near. If I don't call her running, there's something to do there for you. If you don't feel on her belly, I feel on her mind. If you don't feel on her mind, I feel on her soul. And I bust her mama them, and I feel on my oil one time. But just a little bit of thing. If you wash the hand upon your body, healing comes to your finger. Sam Finger will be dead. I've we got that seed out the Carolina gold. Sam Finger, plant that seed, Jonah. That make the thing for grow. For on a nam fun. Everyone I had, no, had to tell of <laughs> Green Tom. Not all, all. No, I not had no healing hand. Never now. Touch with that gift. So you have mama them. They could have do all that. Oh, you have to get thanks for. So I told him not Robert the seaman for crack my teeth both them. And dedicate this year, last broadcast this year, Black History Month, Black We Story Month, Black Out Story Month to them. Because then tomorrow, could be one month. Yeah, Black Out Story Month. So I told him not Robert the seaman for think back a little ways. I had a two and join me upon the porch in the yard if you can't fit upon the porch. But just lay a feet swing back and forth like back of Yono and I swing the day there evening like this year. Now all you know for the one unraveled your mouth tall tall. If you want Yeti with the elders to see. And you could have learned plenty. 
And that's a libar So sometimes, a parable of thing, you know. You crack your teeth so. I said, I chill on school for land, I walk away. So you figure they'll be overstanding. We wear the end. Ha! We are on for true. We know when they crack your teeth out. Some we still ain't been over for do. And what they would have said, Hona, just live. Just live. Just live. I've lived long enough to know that there's so much yet to be told, so much yet to be honored about the legacy of women who be we, who are Gullah Geechee. So there's this cusp that we sit on tonight between Black History Month and Women's Her Story Month, or as was once celebrated, and I'm thankful that I was one of the honorees to have the Black Her Story Month Award. One of our sacred ancestors for the Gullah Geechee Nation was the late, the powerful, the great opera diva, Marvin Betch of American Beach down there on Amelia Island in the southernmost part of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Yeah, the great-granddaughter of Abraham Lincoln Lewis, who was one of the founders of the Afro-American Life Insurance Company, which was the oldest insurance company in the state of Florida, not the oldest black, the oldest insurance company in the state of Florida. He founded it along with other men. They invested their money in American Beach. Their names adorn the roads down every one of the points that run through American Beach. But now, before you even get to turn on to those, you see the highway sign to Marvin, the beach lady, Betch. She had grown her locks down to the point where she could rest next to it in the bed because she intended to get in the Guinness World Book of Records. She grew her fingernails for that same purpose and was angry every year when she sent in the stats for hers and they let someone in India win for hair. She said, well, baby, if a straight mind, you know it's longer than his. I said, you know that's right. They need to have a different category for our hair. And the nails she grew were amazing. But the length there, nothing compared to the length of the depth of spirit that the beach lady had. And the only thing that could allow you to embrace the totality of the power that was within her being was when she sang. She was an opera diva that I listened to sing on several occasions. She had traveled the world, went through Europe, made a million dollars, brought it back, and gave it all away to causes for the environment and for our community, our land in our culture. And she told me, baby, when I'm gone, you see a butterfly. It's me. 
and there hasn't been a time since she made her crossing, danced her way, because she was also a dancer, into the realm of the ancestors that I haven't gone to, Amelia Island, and seen a butterfly, and I said, peace and blessings, beach lady. And each time I go now, I smile as I see the highway sign with her name on it. But I frown at what people are now doing to American Beach, bringing in sewer systems and other things that could urbanize. It is a disgrace to see that they have a gate over the driveway as you go into the beach now, like they're trying to slowly turn it into that which he fought against, turning it into a gated area that is Anglo-operated when it was always a black beach, one of the many black beaches that we had to have. Why? Because somehow the Buckwood Embitort said if we got in the water with them, the water somehow got dirty, and somehow that the, our color came off in the water and it would get onto them. And now, what is a multi-million to billion dollar industry if it is not tanning? Because people who don't have the tone that we have as melanated people want to now have it when their ancestors tried to swim away from it, tried to block us out of places tried to even pinch you at times to see if it came off. Thank God it didn't. Thank God that the black gold richness still shines, is still there, holding that power of all color because it's from black that all other colors can come. And we know that the lack or the void of color gets colored in. Try it with some crayon sometime. We're going in was a thing that another woman, another Gullah Geechee woman that we call Mama, Mama Seppi, fought for like Beach Lady, fought to ensure we had our land. Mama Seppi fought to make sure we had the tools that we would need to be able to stand and fight for our land and our civil rights. Mama Seppi is better known as Septima Poinsett Clark, who was honored last year with a coin from the U.S. Mint, and there was little or no news about it. I was so proud to receive a sack full of them that I ordered. I poured them out while I had the video camera running to make sure that I captured the moment that here I held coins, money, currency that now is something that continues to appreciate and value. That is the first piece other than the money we give out for Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week that has my image on it. The first money from America that has a Gullah Geechee image on it. A Gullah Geechee Oman whose soul was richer than even that coin, who we yet honor her legacy and the work we're now doing for the Angel Oak on John's Island, where she sat and taught students. Students, not just Lily Chillin, but other grown people that Sonna Chillin was. They say, oh, rusty, dusty people, that thing like that. Adults that she even taught because they had been excluded from education. They had been excluded from ability 
to fully read, write, and comprehend, even in some cases on a basic level. So she worked to be a teacher, to be an educator. Mama Seppi recognized the value of this. Why? Because she was born during the Reconstruction era. If you want to learn more about that period of time called Reconstruction, come here to Beaufort County, South Kakalaki, in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Beaufort County, South Carolina is a place that we fought to have become a United States Reconstruction National Monument. So it became the Reconstruction Era National Monument as the last thing signed into law by U.S. President Barack Obama one week before he moved out of the White House and went on back to Chi-Town. And here it is that that is now the Reconstruction Era National Historic Park of the major sites on historic St. Helena Island, my home island. Others branching out throughout Beaufort County and then now in partnership and collaboration with others who want to expand to finally tell the totality of the whole story of the era that people say never was finished. And when the Gullah Geechee Nation stood on its human right to self-determination, many said, oh, it seems that you all are going to finally complete Reconstruction. But here it is. Even as I appeared in Reconstruction, the Second Civil War, the documentary, and I recommend that, especially tonight, the last day of Black History Month this year, to view it in its totality, then visit these sites, grasp on to the energy, the power, the wisdom, the knowledge, the mother with anything like that that our ancestors coming out of bondage had termination that they had to re- recognize as human beings and not as three-fifths of one, to be recognized as not being chattel, but humans, people that could own chattel, that could own, in other words, property. So when Mama Seppi was born in 1898, which is, rings bells to some because that was also the year that there was the Wilmington so-called race riots. It was really the Wilmington Massacre, another film to watch for Black History Month, Wilmington on Fire. Here it is that there was fire in the spirits of those who would march, who would sit in, who would sing in and part of that flame that kept burning right upon the sea islands and thing was lit because of Mama Seppi, who was born in Charleston. She was the second of eight children. She knew what enslavement was because her daddy had born, been born into slavery. And because of what they saw, they pushed their children for going to school. They made sure their children got their education. Her mother, in particular, they say, encouraged her daughter to go to school 
get an education. So they worked. They saved the money. And Septima Poinsett was able to attend Avery Normal School, which was a private school in Charleston that originally was chartered only for the children of the mulattoes. In other words, the slaveholders' children were the only ones initially to go there. It is now the Avery Research Center that is part of the College of Charleston. And so here it is that that was already a barrier that was being broken down, just her entering those doors. So she ended up eventually teaching at the Avery Institute. Then she decided this wasn't enough for her to just have a job. She decided that she would help to fight to make the city of Charleston hire black people as teachers. Well, at that time, the NAACP, which is the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, was considered radical. It's considered more neutral and moderate today in many arenas. But it was considered radical back then. They were considered to be rabble-rousers, troublemakers, and carriers on back then. So she went and joined that group, a woman, a Gullah Geechee woman, a Charleston woman. Wow, that already had a job? Right, because she had a vision. She knew it wouldn't be sufficient for her to simply work and educate the few that she could reach, each one teach one. The more of us that are out there teaching, the more of us that could be empowered. Eventually, she went from being Septima Poinsett to Septima Poinsett Clark because in 1920 she got married to Neri Clark. Her husband passed away from kidney failure five years after they got married, though. So here it was. She didn't give up. She didn't shut down. She continued to work. She continued to fight. She continued to be a mother in the movement. So in 1947, she continued to work in teaching until uh, 1956. South Carolina made it illegal for anybody that worked for a public division to be part of any kind of civil rights group, so SCLC, NAACP, any of that, you were fired. That didn't stop her from teaching. She went to Tennessee. She started being a teacher for the Highlander Folk School because they supported integration and civil rights. So she started up a citizenship school program so she could help to teach about literacy. And my favorite thing, math. So here it is that today, as we end this month, and this entire month, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this radio program has been dedicated to making sure that we kept a count because every year we give away 
books to various libraries and to community centers. And this year we decided that we would ask the world to support our effort by going to gullahgeechee.biz and buying books. And for every book that anybody bought for Black History Month, we would take that same book, another copy of that same book, and donate it to a Gullah Geechee library, a Gullah Geechee community center, or a Gullah Geechee family. So today was a blessing because people listened and shared the video that I shared about today being the last day to join in and support the effort by going to gullahgeechee.biz and purchasing a book. And for those who didn't want to purchase a book and have a ship it to them but wanted to just simply provide more funds for us to ship books out or to purchase more books, they could go to dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation on Cash App, dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation, and donate. And immediately after I finished the video and it posted, the little bag that shakes sounded like that bag that shook with my September point set Clark coins in it because the cash app kept shaking throughout the day with people donating and putting on the memo line for books, for the continued education, for Gullah Geechee literacy. Do this and we know by doing it we honor Mama Seppi. We honor all those Gullah Geechee Omanem who went in the Bush Arbor in Eden the London Tiller of McLaren and thing like that, even out the rice and thing like that upon the ground, even out the seed and thing, the beans and thing like that. For the, if anybody comes in there for ketchup, they come knock them sideways and they ain't know where we're going on. So here it is that we do a disservice when we don't read the stories of these women, these powerhouses. We do a disservice when we don't continue to call their names because when we call their names, not only do we live, they live. They live in every step we take, every piece of this sea island soil that we walk across. We walk in their footsteps. And when their power enters in through the soles of our shoes and to the soles of our feet, they empower us to live, and we need to live in a way that's more abundant. And the most that we can get, we should get it. So why not get understanding? Wisdom is the principal thing, but as the scriptures say, in all thy getting, get understanding. Understand that a tweet is not going to increase your literacy. Understand that a text isn't necessarily either with emojis and shorthand. The sitting down, even if it be on Nita Oak Tree and things like that, with others, sharing in book clubs to learn more with honor our foremothers that fought so hard because without literacy, they couldn't read the documents. And that's how many people lost their land. Without literacy, they wouldn't let them vote where other people was illiterate and they could vote and do anything they wanted to do. They told the black people they would have to take these different tests and read different things, including answer things about the U.S. Constitution that even the person who was trying to administer the test didn't know. 
The system was rigged, has been rigged from the beginning, but thank God for Mama Seppi. Thank God for Ernestine Tobias Felda, also from Charleston, who marched and taught and worked and helped cook the food and served the food and who she often told us because she was one of our leaders and elders in the Gullah Geechee Nation as well that when Dr. King looked at her and told her she could not go with them for the sit-in that they were going to do in Charleston. And she said, what? Because she knew she had prepared for it. He said, I can look at you. And the first time somebody spit on you or hit you, you ain't going to be peaceful, so you can't go. But that didn't stop her from being a support for the ones who were going. She could still make the phone call. She could still do the mimeograph. She could still be part of the training. She could still be there to make sure that everything was prepared to, again, build up its strength when they come back. These folks who spent nights even in a place called the Progressive Club over on John's Island, rocking and singing the spirituals that got altered and taken into the streets. Powerhouses. These are Gullah Geechee who, like we saw, say, Oh, no, don't turn back. Oh, no, don't turn back. Oh, no, don't turn back and make my leader shame. They never made the leader shame. They followed the leaders, became leaders themselves, from the civil rights movement to the human rights movement. Ernestine Tobias Felder was part of it with us and standing on a human right to self-determination forming the Gullah Geechee Nation. She represented us well. God bless the dead. Beach Lady, there with us from beginning to her end in this realm, standing up for our rights, land rights, water rights, human rights. She pushed as she power, she power that is there and that ashe that energy that as we tonight are on this cusp between Black History Month and Black Her Story Month I could not move without sending this power to you wherever you may be hearing me because these are the stories that when he writes the book, he often leaves out. He doesn't often write of these women and their names, especially these country women, these coastal women, these low country Florida women and things like that. There are many stories yet to be told. And there are many that are living legacies amongst us. We have women that are here still in the Gullah Geechee Nation, like Dr. Brown, who was one of the women of SNCC, 
the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, Dr. Millicent Brown, who is a living legacy, who I often encounter at activities, and who I appreciate her power and her energy. I had the opportunity of filming her and other women of SNCC for Gullah Geechee TV many years back when they were commemorating the civil rights era and the civil rights movement. And I asked them questions about the reality of what they went through in that movement while they were on a panel, and I was able to capture that. So if you go to gullahgeechee.tv and type in Queen Quet SNCC, S-N-C-C, you will find that video. And you'll hear the voices of some powerful women who yet live, who walk around and you'd never realize these women were the ones who were threatened, jailed, often beaten, had hoses, dogs, and sexism to deal with while they were in the midst of a movement for all of we. They walk around, grocery shop, come out to the events, and there's no fanfare. Well, I honor you, Sister Dr. Millicent Brown, for all that you endured back then, and I am sure, like me, you are shaking your head to see that all that you all did and all that you accomplished is not being built on, but instead being pulled down because the generation hasn't been taught the stories of who we be, our legacy, the freedom fighters, the freedom riders amongst we who be Gullah Geechee. And I know some would say, well, wait a minute, I'm studying black history. I'm studying Africana studies. I'm studying history, period. I can't find this stuff in the archive. Right, ooh, not even at the Avery Research Center. Why not? Because his story is what was in the newspapers. And in South Carolina, the owner of the state newspaper denied the opportunity to any writer to write about the civil rights movement that took place in South Carolina. So if you were to go and look through archives, you won't find newspaper articles, thereby an immediate erasure of all that they'd done, or so they thought. But there are those who are the living and in our community, there are the Jele, the Jele Musa, the Griot, the Griote that we remember, we recall because oral tradition is African. It is Gullah Geechee. This shall who we be. So we will not let others let our stories be erased or dead or killed or burned or banned because we will speak and we will live and so shall they. Mary Mutri will live on. Mary Mutri will live on. Septima points that Clark will live on. The Beach Lady will live on. Ernestine Tobias Felder will live on. All women of the movement 
who sat in, marched in, danced in, sang in, did what they had to do, arms locked together, rocking, singing, whether in the street or under the oak tree, and then still raised their children, raised other people's children, still sat back and taught how to stand up. And Dr. Milson Brown was a professor for many, many years, and she still teaches. May she continue to fight on. Mary Moultrie, when she took to the streets, like Septima points at Clark, she wanted to make a difference. She had a job at what is now MUSC, but the hospital workers had to strike because they weren't going to be able to have a union. They were not getting improved benefits, and she wasn't going to tolerate that. So she and many other women Women who are nurses and nurses' aides and such marched through the streets of Charleston. I met her in Washington, D.C., when the Association for the Study of African American Life and History, which is the organization that started as the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, that Dr. Carter G. Woodson started up to start Negro History Week, which has evolved into Black History Month, actually honored living legends. The living legends that they honored filled the stage in Washington, D.C. And I proudly stood there next to St. Helena Islander, Dr. Najma Thomas, and Miss Mary Moutry. I was there with Miss Mary Moutry again when they finally unveiled the marker at MUSC to tell the story of the hospital worker strike. She still had that spirit and that power in her. Even sitting in the wheelchair, you knew she wasn't nobody to be playing with. And so here it is when we talk about mama them. These are the mama them. Because you don't go around playing with mama them and tall, tall. That's the day that let you know in a minute, I don't play it with children. You respect your elders. If you respect your elders, you ought to respect ancestors who fought for us to even have the opportunity to decide what schools we're going to go to because other people were deciding you weren't going to go to school to decide what jobs we're going to have or what job we're going to quit or what we're going to do in terms of running and operating our own businesses and to be able to do that without having to keep watch outside about who might be trying to set a bomb under your place or throw a Molotov cocktail through the window. The only reason we could sit back on devices today, sit up here on phones, sit up here tweeting and carrying on and free tell we fool is because these women put their lives on the line. They took all the risk back then because they knew their ancestors who had stood up, whose names we can't even recall today because in his story he didn't write their names down, especially if they were the mothers who were rising up. They were the ones who were fighting. They were the ones who also – 
for reconstruction. Rebellion leaders, fighters, those who self-emancipated and then emancipated their families from plantations, those who refused to allow Mazadan for Sally Chillon. Now it's Chillon, Chillon, to sell itself back to Mazadan being programmed by other people who do not have your self-interest as a person of African descent, emulating your oppressor with competitiveness, competition. It's not decent nor in order, and it's showing what mama them tell her to do. Because mama them would always let you know you're going to need somebody one day. Do right. Hold the guard on changing hands. Again, bread for stone. They had all the ways to tell you how to live right and to live righteously. But they also knew how to teach you how to protect yourself. Because you wasn't just going to run up in their house and get out of there just like that now. Don't fool yourself. They had their way bottom. They're fighters. Leaders, anointed, sacred ancestors that we could not effectively say we commemorate nor celebrate Black History Month and then go into Black Her Story Month without speaking their names so that they yet live their legacies, yet live, their spirits yet live, we yet live because of their blood, their sweat, their tears, their power, their knowledge, their energy, and their prayers. Because they were praying for the coming generations that would have a better life than what they had. They were praying that we would know who we be and things like that, 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 we ain't been cracking and things like that, that. They would have come together, especially the Gatula. It'd be powerful, Mama, them, for the next generation. So I had a healing hand thing, or I've been a crack my teeth out the while ago. And when I could grow that thing out that field, and that study part for when I have for Nam I could touch the body healer, and thing like that. Oh, chillin', <laughs> with a dear clean, I'll tell the sun going down when it's done, done. This is the power and the energy of the moment. I have been blessed to be amongst my maroon mamas, black Seminole mamas. We have sat beneath the old tree together. I've walked down the island roads actually chewing sugar cane and sharing our legacies and our stories from one land to another. And when I look in their eyes, I see me, when they look in mine, they see themselves. And this is what our mamas would want for the family to be together. On the porch, I need the oak tree. Learning one another. Learning one another for the next generation. Holding on to the land so that the family would always have a place to be. Always have a place to Hold on to their legacy, 
And for me, I pray that part of that legacy will also be literacy. That it'll be literacy about who we be as Gullah Geechee. That it'll be about strength and unity. That it'll be about pride in who we be. That we would respect our elders and ancestors in such a way that we were raised back yonder. You don't be cussing around elders. You don't just cuss around women, period. You don't just carry yourself slack in any kind of way, whether that is in your physical countenance or that is in your behavior. Because the triflingness, showing what none of them had in them. They ain't had a trifling bone in their body. Because the mothers that made it across the middle passage, the mothers that made it through this thing that was a crime against humanity called chattel enslavement, the mothers that made it through the Reconstruction era and ended up purchasing land when that was an unheard of thing even for a buck woman to own land was, was unheard of much less for a woman of African descent to do. So even today, for a woman of African descent to own land, I didn't say paying mortgage on a house because the bank owns the house until you actually pay them off. I said own land, meaning your name's on the deed. That's a revolutionary act. And it's a revolutionary act that stands as a point of empowerment And you can make that land a place of enlightenment for your spirit, for your energy, and for your future generations when you sit with them beneath the oak tree and you plan and you design a future that is uplifting. That's about pride. These women taught, and as so many of my elders taught us, teaching you to be a credit to your race, not a discredit to your race. By having some pride about you and all that you do, that when you walk in a room, your elegance speaks for itself, that your power and your energy is black gold, shine so brightly that everybody want a piece of that because that's richness there. And these women whose names I've called tonight are just a few that are in the realm of the ancestors now, along with Elder Bunny Rodriguez, one of our first Wisdom Circle Council of Elders members from Georgetown, South Kakalaki, who founded the Gullah Museum, the first one we've ever had. She founded at Pauley's Island. We honor her. We honor those, the living, Representative Glenda Simmons Jenkins in Florida, one of the founders of the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Committee of Northeast Florida. We honor Ms. Jean, our Wisdom Circle Council elder member there, who is also a member of that committee. We honor Elder Lisa Wineglass Smalls of Charleston. We honor Elder Carly Town, our Minister of Information for the Gullah Geechee Nation. We honor Representative Anita Collins, who is still out there on the front line fighting right now for justice for Brother Ahmad Arbery. 
she has been in many movements to fight for the environment there in Brunswick, where there's a super fun site. And yet, like I sang with the church yesterday, a song that I love so well, she don't feel no way tired. And so here it is. It is that energy of I don't feel no that all these women had in their being. Even the nights that they had tears running down their faces, crying and praying and rocking and thinking and planning and looking toward the light for the better day. I pray that as the Queen Mother for the Gullah Geechee Nation at that brighter day comes before I am in the realm of the ancestors. That day when I see we chilling the thing to shout together, I be their drum, because they know I say who we be, that we be Gullah Geechee United people, and that we be free for be who we be. Ah, that is we self-determination, that truly that we legacy. Oh, but we couldn't have this y'all. If they were in the ground, I'm full we. And give what they may give. So we can't just go around dry long so. And honor them. Because when we don't honor them, we don't honor we. And so I'm thankful to all the listeners of Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio who've listened to this show for just about a decade now. If you thought it not robbery to tune in on Monday evenings to hear me live and those who've downloaded now via Apple Music and it used to be iTunes, those who follow and they share it, thank you for those who now join me in Clubhouse when we do this simultaneous broadcast on Monday nights. And there's going to be more to come in celebration of the women throughout this month, including in person. First, I want to thank everyone who came to Charleston last Saturday for the Gullah Geechee Black History Experience. It was it been a time in there. It been blessed. Up. I want to thank every one of them that supported the Gullah Geechee store that day because that counts with the books that we are going to be giving away in the next week or two once we count up everything at the end of the night from all the orders still coming in to GullahGeechee.biz. And for those who wonder how to spell that, once again, Gullah is G-U-L-L-A-H. Geechee is G-E-E-C-H-E-E. Ain't no I in Geechee for the we. GullahGeechee.biz. I want to thank all of you who have gone to GullahGeechee.net to join the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition in continuing this work to keep our legacy going, but to keep these stories out here and on the air so that another generation will hear them but I encourage you then to go research these and read and read to your children, even if they're yet in the womb. It does make a difference. And so for all of you, we thank you who made donations to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund and also to the Gullah Geechee Literacy Book Drive by donating through Cash App to dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation, dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation, so that we can add to how many books we give away so that our story and our legacy can be read, not only heard. And so the celebration last Saturday that closed our February leads us now into the celebration 
that we will have this month in service of those healing hands, of the healing mothers. We'll be joining our sister Ketnu Nefer on John's Island that I've been speaking about throughout the night on March 26th and March 27th for the Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering. Today is the last day for tickets to the Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering. So you can go to the Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook site and you will see page and you will see there where you can click the link and you can go register for those tickets and you can come and learn about that healing and that power and that energy that yet still radiates not just through the hands but through the land here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And you can go to GullahGeecheeLand.com if you want to contribute to the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund, if you want to become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition to continue to support not only this broadcast but our work literally keeping us on the land so that the legacies we've talked about tonight and the fights that they did, all that they sacrificed would not be in vain. Go to GullahGeecheeLand.com. You can donate through there. You can become a member through there. And if you go to GullahGeechee.biz to order a book, you can become a member there as well. Because the journey continues. The marching continues. The legacy continues for freedom. The song that I love from the Civil Rights Movement that I found myself singing throughout this human rights movement and now this environmental rights movement is I know the one thing we did right was the day we started to fight keep your eyes on the prize hold on that came from keep on our hand upon the plow hold on Gullah Geechee spiritual that I told you they've been, you're the yeti there. That they've been a sit there. All the rock back and forth. And things like that. All in the evening. After the city. All after the march. Or even after the strategize and things like that. And then gather. Forget his soul together. Or forget his mind right. Forget out Jonah. While other rest of people trying to press against them. For tell them they ain't know who they are. And that they ain't got for right for this your thing. Oh, but wait, say, yet I got a right to the tree of life. And hundred children, you know, in the middle of that gully get your nation flag, a tree, all oh, that a family tree, all oh, that a that tree of life. And I tell you now, hundred children, like mama them say, if you ain't know how to crack the teeth out today, hundred for do, just live. Just live. Just live. Oh, but hundred children, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, just won't live. I don't have life. But I don't have more abundantly. And that's why I do, I do. The why I give, I give. For all of we, just for me. Because I know one thing, if I didn't know, huh? I know who I be. And I know who we be. And God bless up in the night we. For be who we be. On these islands in the sea. That we be Gullah Geechee, anointed people. And for mama them, 
in the gully kitchen near son. I thank you for all you've done for fight for we. And I had to say this so that other rest of children would have known more about your names and your legacy. So I pray that you rest in well in the ancestral realm now, wherever else honor to be. But know some of we right here still a hold upon the fight. Oh, and we can stand up and always stand. And we can hold upon the land and to this your legacy. This year the queen quit head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Thank you, thank you, family, for tuning in with me.